Namaskar The following podcast by Mr B Srinivasan gives you insights on how seniors could manage their finances as they grow in age Mr Srinivasan is a former banker and corporate manager he is currently the dean at Thadomal Shahani Center for Management Mumbai his areas of specialization are banking finance international finance and supply chain management let's see what mr srinivasan has to say hello everybody namaskarams this is srinivasan welcome to my talk on managing your finance a talk exclusively for senior citizens so let's start the journey this wonderful journey on financial planning and investments but before we do that let me set out a format for this talk first i will be covering what is the objective and the importance of financial planning for a senior citizen then i will move on to talk on factors and attributes you need to consider in choosing an asset class suitable to you thirdly i will discuss some of the tax provisions which impacts senior citizens lastly i will discuss some of the financial assets with their special features and advantages and why it could be suitable to you all so having said that let me first dwell on the definition of who is a senior citizen law here considers a resident individual between the age group of 60 and 80 as on the last day of the previous year as a senior citizen so two things a resident indian and between 60 and 80 years of age we also need to understand who is a super senior citizen a super senior citizen is a resident individual who is 80 years or above at any time during the previous year now having defined senior citizens we need to understand why is it necessary 
for everyone, especially senior citizens, to do financial planning? The answer is proactively managing your finances would confer a lot of benefits. And I'm going to cite only three of them. First is you have a better perspective of where and how you're spending the money. This ensures that you stay with a, within the budget. That's the second one. The third is you learn to control your money and hence, to a certain extent, control your life. Now, there are two fundamental objectives that guides financial planning. This is what I call as a mission statement. I'm sure you all will agree that mission statement of every single senior citizen is to ensure that he or she gets the same cash flows that they were getting when they were employed or just before they retired from services. Secondly, to ensure that the cash inflow increases over the period of time to keep in pace with inflation, that is the price rise. So typically, if you're drawing a salary of say 10,000 per month, when you are employed, you must at, at least get this amount to maintain your existing standard of living. And not only that, it must go on increasing every year to keep pace with the retail inflation. So if the price rise in a year one is 7% per annum, then it means that one year after your retirement, your cash inflow should be at least 10,700. If in the following year, the inflation is 8%, then your monthly cash inflow should be at least 11,556. Now, how I have calculated this 11,556 is I have taken inflation of two years, seven years, 7% 7 in the first year and 8% in the second year. So this is what we must endeavor to achieve on a minimal basis so that you can maintain your existing standard of living. So this, in short, would be your mission statement. Now you need to have a vision statement, a vision statement which is in sync with your mission statement. In fact, your vision statement should telescope into your mission statement, which means choosing such assets, such financial instruments, such investments, which will ensure that the above two objectives of a steady, sustainable cash flow for your day-to-day -day expenses, plus a small corpus for taking care of exigencies indexed to inflation is ensured. So the next step is framing your vision statement. That is laying down a roadmap for attaining your goals. Here you need to answer three important questions. First, what asset classes, what financial instruments what investments are available to you as a senior citizen, which are safe, which are secure, and which give sustainable and steady returns? Two, what is your risk appetite? Because the thumb rule is higher the risk, higher the return, lower the risk, lower the return. And your risk appetite would depend on a whole array of factors 
right from the amount of corpus you have to any of the expected big expenses like say daughter's wedding or your son's education it could be anything any big expenses and finally what are the tax implications of your investment decisions tax implications of choosing a particular investment vehicle or a investment plan so first we spoke about the mission statement and then we spoke about the vision statement let's move on to the third part of the format that is the current tax provisions which affect you as a resident individual here i am going to provide you with a brief overview of all the tax benefits that you enjoy as a senior citizen so first let me talk about the basic exemption that you can have for the income you earn and then i'll be talking about deductions and exemptions that you are entitled to on your amount invested and the interest earned thereon and also i'll be talking about some of the schemes that have tds and some you have to pay tax on your short term capital gains and long term capital gains so when we first come to the basic tax exemption you will agree that income tax exemptions as we all know is a slab system so if you are between 60 to 80 years of age you have a basic tax exemption of rupees 3 lakhs and then you have the graded tax for the next slab that is 3 to 5 at the rate of 5% so on and so forth it's a graded system now for super senior citizens that is persons above 80 years of age this waiver is up to rupees 5 lakhs in one financial year which means up to 5 lakhs you need not pay tax now your income that you get could be either through pensions could be through interest income or it could be from reverse mortgage or it could be from all of them so let's see how tax operates on your income now if you have pension income then you are allowed a standard deduction of 50000 rupees every year every financial year on your interest income interest up to rupees 50000 in a financial year is free of tax now the important thing for you to notice interest here means interest earned in savings bank account term deposits in a bank or deposits in a post office lastly reverse mortgage scheme a senior citizen may do reverse mortgage of any of his accommodation to get monthly earnings the ownership of the property of course remains with the senior citizens but they are given monthly payments and these monthly payments are exempted from income tax so having said that let me come to tax deductions so the first tax deduction that you are entitled to is under section 80b you are entitled to a deduction of 50000 rupees towards health insurance premium the second deduction of up to rupees 1 lakh is allowed to you if you suffer and if you have to pay for the treatment of certain specified diseases now these specified diseases include neurological diseases malignant cancers 
dementia and renal failure lastly on some schemes your investment amount ranks for exemption under atc the upper limit here is 1.5 lakhs so these are the tax provisions that impact senior citizens so first i gave you the rationale of financial planning and its very basis second i gave you the current tax provisions and now i'm going to move on to the third part of my talk namely the available instrument namely the available investment options all these investment options are seen through the prism of safety liquidity return tax implications so let me first start with all the asset classes which to my mind is suitable for senior citizens there are seven such schemes and i'm absolutely sure that most of you all must have heard about it or read about it and some of you must also have invested in these schemes out of these seven that i have identified three of them are exclusively for senior citizens and the other four schemes or plans are open for everybody now the idea of including the other four is because they confer some advantage to the senior citizens this advantage could be by the way of higher rate of return or quite possibly there could be no tds or quite possibly it's a wealth creation vehicle the three schemes meant exclusively for senior citizens are first scss that is a senior citizen saving schemes where every senior citizen can partake in the scheme not only that persons who have taken brs superannuated persons between the age of 55 to 60 are also entitled to get into the scheme now this scheme has got low risk you need to open a bank account or a post office account for the op for opening of the scheme the tenure in the scheme is 5 years maximum the maximum investment amount is 15 lakhs now you need to open this account through your through the money that you have received from your retirement benefits the rate of interest is 7.4% and here you have two advantages first is the principal amount is exempted under section atc the interest of income that you earn is exempted up to rupees 10000 per annum tds is will be deducted at source if this exceeds this amount senior citizens fixed deposit scheme that is the second one low risk you can open it with a bank or a post office the tenure extends from 7 days to 10 years there is a no limit whatsoever in terms of the investment amount the rate of interest is around 6.6 to 7.4% and the tenure is 5 years the principal amount is again exempted under section adc and interest is exempted up to 50000 rupees now tds at 
will be applicable for more than 50,000. The third, Pradhan Mantri Vaya Vandana Yojana. Here, you need to be at least 60 years of age, but there is no upper age limit. Low risk, minimum policy term is 10 years, assured return of 7.4%. It's a pension plan operated by LIC. Minimum investment amount is 1.5 lakhs. Maximum is 15 lakhs. Again, you have Section ATC benefits for your principal amount. The four schemes which are open for everybody for which a senior citizen can opt for is firstly, post office monthly scheme. That is POMIS, low risk. You have to open it to the post office. The tenure is for five years. There is a limit on investments, single account 4.5 lakhs, joint account 9 lakhs, rate of interest is 6.6%. Your interest income is subject to tax. However, there is no TDS. Monthly income plan of mutual funds, mutual funds, the risk rate, the risk could be low, moderate, high, would depend upon the scheme. The average return could be anywhere between 10% to 12% and your income will be taxable. The third is a systematic withdrawal plan of mutual funds. Again, low to high risk since in this case, it involves selling of your units on a predetermined dates, which could be monthly, quarterly, half yearly or annually. There is no TDS. The last is tax-free bonds. The income is low. The advantage is liquidity. You could dispose this off in the secondary market. Interest is received annually. Now, the most important thing for you to note is that in case of disposable of mutual fund units, your capital gains will be taxed. And this could be, you know, short term capital gains or a long term capital gain, depending on your holding period and the type of mutual funds. So these are the seven investment avenues which I believe a senior citizen can profitably invest in. I sincerely hope that I have been able to enhance your understanding on tax and also the options available to you. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for having me speak to you. I wish you all good health and happy living. Bye-bye. Take care. That was a very concise, clear and crisp talk on managing finances, particularly for the senior citizens. I'm sure that our listeners would have both enjoyed and benefited by it. On behalf of Koiwani, I extend my thanks to Mr. B. Srinivasan for this brief but informative talk. Thank you once again and signing off for Koiwani is Revati Baskar. இவர்களின் கூட்டு முயற்சியாக உங்களிடம் கொண்டு வரப்பட்டது திட்ட ஒருங்கிணைப்பாளர்கள் டாக்டர் ஆர் ஸ்ரீதர் மற்றும் ஆலோக் வர்மா அவர்கள் வானொலி ஒருங்கிணைப்பாளர்கள் பூஜா முராடா கௌசல்யா மற்றும் சாய் சுதா அவர்கள் தயாரிப்பாளர்கள் கோவை வாணி கோவை கேர் ரிட்டையர்மெண்ட் கம்யூனிட்டிஸ் நீங்கள் ஒரு மூத்த குடிமகனாக இருந்து 
உதவி தேவைப்பட்டால் எங்கள் எல்டர்லைன் ஹெல்ப் லைனை தொலைபேசி எண் ஒன்று நான்கு ஐந்து ஆறு ஏழு இல் தொடர்பு கொள்ளவும் காலை எட்டு மணி முதல் இரவு எட்டு மணி வரை ஒரு சிறந்த வாழ்க்கையை வாழ உங்களுக்கு உதவி செய்ய நாங்கள் உறுதி அளிக்கிறோம் மறுபடியும் கேளுங்கள் தொலைபேசி எண் ஒன்று நான்கு ஐந்து ஆறு ஏழு காலை எட்டு மணி முதல் இரவு எட்டு மணி வரை fight covid with two vaccinations wear a mask when you go out keep safe distance observe proper hygiene we must win we will win thank you